welcome to Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, covering political and social issues one liberty at a time, with entertaining insights of current events and important discussions on topics that affect us all, shining the torch of liberty and brightening the future by bringing libertarianism into our everyday life. And now, your host, the friendly neighborhood libertarian, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, The Bearded Truth on Muddied Waters Media. Holy smokes, it's Monday night again. I'm so excited to be here. I it feels like it's been years since I've been here and we're back. Uh last week I apologize. Um Liberty Roundtable wasn't able to go through last Monday night and I wasn't even able to replace them. All three of the normal hosts, we all were just getting pummeled by nature and sickness and everything else, so you have to forgive us for last Monday. Um, But we're back. We're here. Now, if you guys were listening in last week, you guys may have heard that I have an amazing guest lined up for tonight. Um, I still have an amazing guest lined up, but it's not the amazing guest that we were talking about previously. We had to reschedule for unforeseen circumstances. But I promise you, I've got a great guy on the on the on the ropes here. Um, he's going to be in the hot seat. He doesn't really know that he's going to be in the hot seat, but now that he he's listening to this, he knows that he's going to be in the hot seat. Um, because we got to learn about all the muddy waters things. We got to we got to get the mud on muddy waters. Um, so. I'm joined, of course, with Matt Wright, and I'm so excited for that. I've always loved having him on. Uh, he will always be top tier, uh, one of my faves, if you will. And so we have him coming on. But before I can bring on that amazing man, we got to do some housekeeping. So, of course, this is Muddy Waters Media production, which means that you can find this episode and every other episode on MuddyWatersMedia.com. I'll get to updating on that. Um, but so whether you guys are finding us right now on a live stream, you guys are finding us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Float, Twitch, wherever it is. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But do us a favor. Help us pimp it, pimp out the page a little bit. Pimp out this content, whether it's this show or other shows. Make sure you guys are commenting. Make sure you guys are, are interacting with one another. Make sure you guys are sharing this to your own timelines, to your own feeds. Get people in here. They need to be a part of the Muddy crew. Um, and so make sure you guys are doing your part. And we love you and appreciate each and every one of you for that. And while we're loving and appreciating, I've got to appreciate. Uh... I, I, while we're showing love and appreciation, uh, I do have to say thank you to Matt and Spike for continuing to give me a platform where I put Matt right in the hot seat. Um, but to give me a, a platform to come out here to give you guys my views, my opinions, my stances on things going on, um, it's always incredible to be able to have that. And so thank you to Matt and Spike for this and of course if you guys want to really lean into the muddy waters crew if you guys really want to lean in and become mudsketeers i'm not going to give you the full title because that's i'll leave that for spike and and spike isms um you guys can head on over to anchor.fm slash muddied waters slash subscribe where you can be a part of an exclusive group getting exclusive content you guys will be able to get um you know speeches from around the country from spike and from others um you'll be able to get the potentially the muddied beard was that i think that was the name i think that was the name of the one it the muddied murica there we go i've got i've got a, a 
fantastic producer in my ear. His name is Matt Wright. Um, <laughs> the Muddied Burka show, which will be exclusive, and plenty of other good content, as well, of course, as the Zoom call, the the sacred, amazing, uh, fantastical Zoom calls. So you guys get on over there, anchor.fm slash muddywater slash subscribe, get a part of this for just a couple lattes a month. You could be a part of this. And, of course, if you're looking to pimp out Muddy Waters Media, go on over to muddywatersmedia.com slash store, buy the merch, support this crew, and make big and better things happen, of course, by being a part of the Muddy Waters crew by doing so. And, of course, thank you to KelseyLionDesigns.com, where if you are looking to take your media platform you're looking to take your campaign you're looking to take your um your hobbies and turn them into uh, endeavors businesses uh, and and truly uh, become a full-fledged entrepreneur head on over to kelseylyondesigns.com kelsey will take care of you there are a great abundance of libertarians and and some statists, some republicrats, if you will, um, some non-political people. All of these people are loving Kelsey because she gives you something different in the ways that she helps you design solutions and strategies. So get on over there. Um, she's fantastic. Spike has worked with her. Joe Jorgensen has worked with her. Ashley Shade has worked with her. Natalie Bruno has worked with her. Um, I could I could go on for, for forever. She, she's done my work. Um, so get on over there, KelseyLionDesigns.com. The Royal Green Series by Jack Casey. Get on over to royalgreen.com. Help out Jack Casey. It's a story of authoritarians and revolutionaries, a young man and woman seeking independence and meaning in a kingdom on the brink of civil war. Sounds familiar? Huh? Romance and espionage, action and psychological drama, elements of horror and mystery and spirituality as well. Dark fantasy with magical realism and libertarian overtones. Themes of forgiveness and redemption, written by the author while undergoing his own journey to find liberty and answer deep questions within his own mind. So head on over to worldgreen.com, help out Jack Casey. Um, this man, it's not just a good book for libertarians. I'm guessing, but it's also a good book to bring people to kind of giving them those questions and let them answer themselves. Let them, let them be challenged by some of those questions again posed in these series. So go help out Jack Casey, royalgreen.com. But here's what we've all been waiting for. Of course, without further ado, let's bring on the man who is only in my earbuds right now. I call these buds. I don't know why my headphones the original founder of muddy waters media the man who's been part across part of the country i don't know how far of the country he's been he's been from florida to alaska that's that's far enough he's been across country he's traversed the entire country uh in the pursuance of, of spreading liberty not right what's going on buddy <laughs> i'm doing good i'm doing good we can embellish facts it's okay you were trying to traverse and there was liberty in some of the things you were doing along the way there therefore they can't hear you because i had you muted we fixed matt matt can you guys can hear matt now so now that now that it's questionable what matt was saying he definitely was not saying that he was not traversing the country to not pursue liberty 
but I, I, I was definitely traversing the country to pursue liberty and not for my own enjoyment. But yeah, I've been from California to Maine to Florida to Alaska and almost everywhere in between. I didn't hear Florida mentioned, or not Florida, uh, Hawaii mentioned. We don't need Hawaii. I have not been to. I have not been to Hawaii. Nobody needs Hawaii. Yeah, no, no, nobody needs it. No, give it. Let's give it back. Yeah, give it back to the Hawaiians. Yes, give it back to them and just let's just go. Let's just let's go be free. I. That's not the correct thing there. All right. Um. Perfect. <laughs> so tonight, I I messaged Matt like what three hours ago four hours ago and i was like hey (laughs) hey you you guy uh you you want to come talk about money wires media and you were like yeah cool little (laughs) did he know that there was a plan already in place i have questions yeah i uh i was like I, i was like man monday's the day that i do notes for tomorrow and uh for the tuesday night show and i was like well We've been doing this long enough. <laughs> we like Jason enough that we can. We'll wing it tomorrow. Oh, this is good. If this brings up my first question, so for the idea of Muddy Waters Media, was this ever like an actual plan thing, or was it always just kind of what we've seen recently? Of let's just see how it unfolds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like any great idea, um, it. It started. It started out with uh, it was somebody else's idea. Um, they asked me to do a podcast because they had seen me talk in front of the Florida legislature, and they knew that I was the vice chair of the Libertarian Party of Pinellas County. And they were like, "Hey, you should. You and I should do a podcast together." And I was like, "No, no, no. That sounds not fun." And uh, I was right. Um, but but he wore me down and eventually he and I agreed that we would do a podcast. And I said, hey, look, if we're going to do this, if we're going to do a podcast together, um, we have to treat it like a business because it's something that if I'm going to do it, I don't want to do it for fun. I want to make money at it. And he was like, okay, deal. Uh, and he and I had very different definitions of what treating it like a business meant um and so he and i we didn't work out as business partners in it and he ended up leaving he uh went on to go do other things and good for you know i root him all of the uh i root for him uh in everything that he does he and i are still good friends so you know no love lost at all yeah uh but that that was when uh, Spike and I started doing it together, and we have been just exponentially growing ever since. Just winging it the whole way here. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Do you know how to do this? No, let's let's figure it out. <laughs> I I will say from like the backgrounds, and and I don't want to like uncover too much of us. Um, but in some of the, the, the meetings that we've had, it was, Hey, should, should we do this in the future? Hey, what did you just do it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, people are getting emails right now. They're messaging us right now. (laughs) Yeah. This is when I, 
when I make a decision to do something, I am pretty much just going to go, okay, well, we're going to do this now. And when I say now, I mean, right now. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, but we lesson learned, but you have such a success and, and I don't know if you've seen the title of today's episode, but it's making a movement. And I, I certainly, um, as I say here, a part of the Muddy Waters team, um, taking my own bias away from this, you guys have been able to be so successful in creating a movement of of people going out and, and actually not only being educated on, on so many more things, right, from the current events that you guys are talking about, you guys are bringing in philosophy, you guys are bringing libertarianism into a digestible way for people. Um, people have been able to grow because of what you and spike are are doing week in and week out um from the show notes that you're putting off on monday nights to come on here um from the content that you guys are able to produce not only through yourselves but through your amazing fiance and and my wife and everyone else who's been being a part of everything else i don't know if i just broke the news for some people on on here hopefully i no, didn't I- but I, I asked Spike to be my best man on the show live Tuesday, so that worked out well. Nailed it. Um, so, Nailed it. so yeah, Austin, Austin Peterson is in the comments. Yeah, I love Austin Peterson. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know if that nice. was the Austin Peterson, so I wasn't going to be like... I'm assuming it is. Uh, I'm assuming it is, because I, like, I've met Austin multiple times, so yeah. I, I like Austin. Good. Um yeah, so what's up, Austin? Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you being here. And speaking of weddings and everything else, Austin Peterson just got married as well. Oh, congratulations, Austin. Yes. I'm blanking on his wife's name, and I feel terrible for it. I followed her before I followed him, which makes me feel even worse. And I, I probably shouldn't be saying this. I didn't, I didn't even know he was engaged or seeing anybody. Yes. Yes. They had... <laughs> beautiful wedding um it very much was it, it didn't look like a huge extravagant wedding which i'm very grateful for but it was it was very um i don't know how to describe it i'm terrible at describing things i'm just not going to try that how about that um it was a beautiful it was beautiful from what i saw on twitter though damn it i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go check that out yeah, yes austin and i hung out a couple of times when he was running for president back in uh, stephanie her name is stephanie yes yep. Um, when he was running for president, Austin and I hung out a couple of different times and, uh, he asked me to write a couple of articles on Kratom for him, uh, for the, for the, uh, Liberty Republic. So look at this, look at this, Matt Wright, not only being a great advocate here on my URs media, making differences here, but he's also helping others make huge impacts on, on Kratom and, and everything else. I'm, 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 I'm surrounded by royalty here. Um, you gave him kratom for the first time. I did. <laughs> well, I absolutely did. He had a better reaction than most people the first time, and uh, so a lot of people when they there's this guy down here in uh, Florida who's a good friend of um, Brian Lambrecht, named Matt Skopek. And I gave him Kratom for the first time and he knew nothing about it and he drank it really quickly. And then he started breaking out in sweats and looked like he was going to get very, very sick. Oh, that's... And Austin did not have that reaction because he good. did not drink it. I also told him, don't drink it quickly. I don't think I told that to Matt. 
See, I would be terrible, and I would like chug it. Yeah, don't do that. No, yeah. Well, that's don't do that. this is amazing. I am. I'm so excited for this. So I, I don't want to. Austin, I love you. I love what you. Do. <laughs> the, the, while while I have Austin in the chat, I want to say this: the only whenever I see the name Austin Peterson, whenever I see Austin Peterson come across my feed, I just think of I'm that libertarian. Absolutely. And and I remember as soon as he was, as soon as uh, uh, Feldman said, you know, I'm I'm Austin Peterson, I'm that libertarian, and Austin Peterson just free- karate chopping. I was just like, the, Woo! I love I'm you. that freedom. I'm that freedom ninja libertarian. Yes, I'm that freedom ninja libertarian and Austin. Yeah, I that yeah. moment iconic, instant iconic. But yes, Mark Feldman. Yeah, R.I.P. All right, dude, that was a sad day. It it will, but that's Austin. I remember you because of Mark Feldman in that moment. But I've I've loved you for many other reasons. But tonight's show is not about Austin Peterson as much as I love <laughs> you as well, Matt. So yes. we so we being Muddy Waters Media. Muddy Waters Media started from there. Now you've gotten to where um, you have a growing cast of of show hosts and you've got you've got your your typical five days a week shows but you've got some some new things intertwining into it uh, occasionally on different intervals what's the next big step for muddy waters media what what is the vision so we hit big five years this year we did five years from now what is muddy what does muddy waters media look like so five years from now, um, all right, well, let's do this on the fly. Yeah, um, I did. I so, did say the future. So five years right. is future. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, in the next five years, I would like to have a Muddied Waters Media app where people can tune in and watch shows as they're airing live, but also get a complete backlog of all of our shows. Um, so that it, it would be a one-stop shop for anybody who is a muddied waters fan that is the that's the next really big goal i have for muddied waters media um and then we will probably have to do subscription based only to that but you would have access to all the shows we would still keep the the shows that we have on facebook and youtube we'd mr america the bearded truth muddied waters of freedom uh my fellow americans and the writer's block would all stay on uh on facebook youtube twitter uh but we would have a bevy of other shows coming in that people would only be able to get if you subscribe and you'd be able to watch it on the app um that is the next big goal that i have been looking at mm-hmm. um honestly in the next five in the next five i don't know what the dog did but it's bad because i can hear sarah through this <laughs> wall <laughs> um but uh that's that's the next big thing that I've been kind of looking at and trying to figure out how to do. Um, and then after that, it's about increasing subscription base. So that way it makes it feasible for us to have this app. And uh, I don't want to work anymore. Like, I want to just do this. Which, yeah. This isn't work for me. This is fun. Yeah. Um, I, I'm reminded so, of that quote of, if you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life. Right, exactly. And I love doing this. Every aspect of this job, um, I love. Yeah. And it's 
like the people that I meet, the events that I get to go to, uh, the shows that I get to do um, are, I love building it. It's, it's like every day is a new puzzle that I get to put together. And uh, it's just so much fun. And it's different than, you know, going in and having to answer to a boss. Like, I have complete 100% creative control over anything that I put out on the air, which is why I give that to anybody else that comes on. Like, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Like, just make it good. Oof. Just make it good. And that's that's all I care about. Well, sorry, guys. Uh, I'm getting canceled live on my <laughs> own show. Um, tune in I can next never... week. <laughs> so... Go ahead. So for full, so for full uh, clarity, I could never cancel Jason. That is something that is not. I don't care if his show is the worst show we have. Uh, I couldn't cancel Jason because without Jason, I don't know if Muddy Waters would still be a thing. Wow, and <laughs> and yeah, so it's uh. It would be very, very hard for me to cancel Jason for any reason. Like if he came on, he's like suddenly went like all alt right, like just started spewing Nazi. I've had the accusation because of the haircut. <laughs> I've had the I accusation. It. I have too. Like that's why I like don't like gel it up anymore. But yeah, I used to get it all the time, and I'm like, my my co-host is Jewish. My fiance is Jewish. Like clearly, like they're just beards clearly. for you. My my coffee mug says "Love you a latka." <laughs> it's all just a cover up. It's just it's <laughs> it's the it's the greatest cover ever. Yeah, I I'm playing that long game. It bothers me so much that you give me so much credit for Money Waters Media, and I just <laughs> gave you guys opportunities that I could. Um, I love you guys. So I want I want to know. Because I, you know me, I'm pretty retarded when it comes to, I don't know if I can say that. I'm pretty dumb when it comes to tech. Um, I'm also pretty dumb when it comes to using words that you're not supposed to use. You just guaranteed the show gets demonetized. That's fine. Uh, so I am very slow at learning things when it comes to tech. And so I didn't get to ask this. So I get to ask this to you live. Uh, you guys had okay. your five year anniversary episode of muddy waters media the other week two weeks ago i believe it was and i'm gonna try to see if i can remember exactly what i was gonna say um so you're gonna get like a, a weird rendition of this it's always awkward whenever somebody tries to do a, a recorded thing live for you but welcome to the show matt um <laughs> so hey matt and spike Five years five whole years that's like all the fingers on one hand each symbolizing one year that's how long muddy waters media has been and i am so incredibly happy for what you guys have done and grateful for everything that you guys continue to do so i have two questions for you the first question is, is who's your favorite bearded person on muddy waters media for a normal show host and the second one which is clearly much more important um what was your favorite moment with Mighty Wars Media? Mm. I get to ask you this. I don't get to ask Spike this. So, so, so yeah. Um, well, obviously, 
You're my favorite. Beard it's not Spike. Show host. Spike's got a he's little not bit regular. Of he's not regularly bearded. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, we yeah. win. Yeah, I, when I think Spike, the beard isn't what I imagine. No, I no. no. For some reason, like I always just remember him. So one of my favorite episodes or favorite moments of Money Waters Media was Spike basically passed out like early on in the campaign days. Him <laughs> passed out on the show, and he had like that five o'clock shadow. So there was a beard in that moment. So Spike will forever be bearded in my head. Yeah, I remember that episode. That was a uh, that was his two-year anniversary of being the co-host of Money Waters and he fell asleep. Everything that I had was like centered around was centered around uh, was centered on Spike being awake. Being conscious. (laughs) He just had to be awake. And he like passed out and I was like yeah so uh, Spike's (laughs) Spike's asleep, and uh, I'm going to. Uh, I'm not going to compliment him while he's asleep. Yeah, he, he sleeps just like feel, a baby. feels weird yeah. at this point. Um, but now, my so my favorite moment that we had at Muddied Waters, uh, we we actually talked about this a little bit, and. When, because Spike and I were trying to figure out like what the top five moments of Muddied Waters were, and we went through, and he was like, "These are what I think," and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I see that with a few of them. I don't really see it with all of them." And um, we kind of went through, we went back and forth on a couple of different things, and then I was like, "Wait, no, I know the number one. I know the number one. You're gonna agree." And he was like, "Okay," and I was like, "Okay, cool." Um, we did a State of the Union live stream with uh back when donald trump was there and uh i think if i remember correctly it was the one where rush limbaugh got the the yes the medal of honor or whatever yeah um whatever you got um and uh it was it was that ep- it was that episode it was that state of the union and um we were doing that i think that was like the first show we did on float as well but we had float going and we had we had uh gone to we were across all of our platforms and we had float for the first time and the comments were going nuts. Um, the comments were going nuts and we were like, man, this is crazy. And we looked down and well, Spike looked down and he, you see him. If you, if you watch this episode, you'll notice this moment where you'll see Spike and he's talking and we've got like, right. It's over here. Um, like right here in the middle of the screen, there's the state of the union going on and you'll see spike looking down nope other way looking down at it and he's looking past it and it's because he's texting me and i get a text and i look at it and he goes there are 42 people watching us right now and both of us like suddenly got nervous because we had never had anything like that happen we had never had more than 10 or 15 people watching us at a time. And we had 42 people watching and it was staying steady. And both of us were just like filled with this dread. And you kind of got, even though it was only 42 people, we got this, um, oh, what's that called? Um, where you uh, you don't think you're, 
you don't think you're deserving of where you are. Um, imposter syndrome. Yes. Imposter syndrome. I was like false prophet syndrome. And I was like, no, that's spike now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we got like, both of us got imposter syndrome live on the air, oh. but we were just like, but we were just like, just keep, you know, it's just the two of it was just, it's the two of us talking, making fun of Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, so I went like hardcore into doing the Donald Trump impression. You know, this is going to be the greatest. It's the greatest. This, this is the greatest state of the union we have ever had. This is great. Look at Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh, like every, and Spike went like hardcore into being Spike and we uh you know what i mean yeah oh um, yeah 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 spike doing spike but we spike being spike yeah so we um like but it was this moment where we realized like we have an audience we have a voice people will will tune in people want to hear it um during that episode I was more nervous during that episode than any other episode I have ever streamed or been on. And some of the, those have had thousands of viewers. Yeah. Like, over 2000 people watching me at one time. I was not as nervous doing that as I was with 42 people doing that state of the union. And it is my favorite moment because it was, that was when Spike and I were just like, okay, this is something. This is something yeah. that we can do. That's a, um, it's always amazing, and and I still get goosebumps thinking of that moment. I really, yeah, like, it gives me chills. I I think it was we had we had just recently changed something with the Muddy Waters Media. I think it was to the to the subscribers, and I said, Matt, we have this many subscribers. I was like, yeah. Like how yeah. the how the hell did we fill? I, I think it was like a classroom. I was like, we have a classroom full of subscribers. Now we now we have two. We have two classrooms. Like it's amazing. You know, the credit of course has to go to you and you and Spike. Um, as you guys are like averaging well above forty two average viewers, and you guys are are nailing it and killing it. Um, but yeah, no that that first moment of like. The realization of I have potential here, and and I think that that's that State of the Union was probably before the presidential debate. Oh, yeah, that that yeah, that State of the Union was 2018, 2017. No, it was twenty nineteen. So that was just before. Yeah, yeah, that was that was before. That was before we did the South Carolina. Um, that was before we did the South Carolina. That was before we did, um, before Spike and Berman yeah. got together. Um, that was that was before the really dark time of Muddied Waters, where we were like, "Why are we even doing this?" It's um, amazing. I wish that we could like chart it out of like the confidence in Muddy Waters Media, like the the aspirations and, and everything else, so that people can see like it's not daisies every day i mean you guys may have seen it just for me personally right i took a long hiatus on podcasting and everything else part of it was for the professional life i was working 60 70 80 hours a week and it was just like 
I don't have time to allocate 10 hours a week to this. I don't have time to allocate an hour to this. Um, but then after that, like I, I hit burnout and I was just like that imposter syndrome of there's nothing that I can do. I'm not right. There's better libertarians. There's people more philosophically sound than me. There are people that have experienced this more, all this other stuff. And, and so it was like, why am I doing this? And, and so like that ebbs and flows of, of just confidence in, in, in yourself and, and certainly the company. I would love yeah, to see I mean, that. So at the beginning, five years ago, when we first started doing this, confidence was real high. Um, sad, uh, at the time, our, our show was only on SoundCloud. It was the only place you could find it. Um, we, I figured out how to put it out to like Apple and Spotify and all the other places. Um, so, but it was only on SoundCloud for a while. And uh, we were getting better numbers then than we were up until like a year ago. Um, but that was like right at the beginning. And then it just tailed off and people stopped listening. Yeah. Uh, and so at the beginning, I was like, okay. I was like, man, podcasting is easy. Look at this. We just got to figure out how to make money at it. And like all of it has been this learning process on how to do it better and how to do it uh where because initially i didn't want to do video i only wanted a podcast yeah i was like no i don't want to do video um i just now we can't get your face off of anything like your face is i know i'm like i'm like fauci i'm like you want you want me to be on camera let's go let's do yeah um there's a black couch that's fine i'll sit on the couch it's okay why not (laughs) (laughs) why are they why are these five guys behind me um (laughs) But yeah, like I only wanted to do audio at the beginning and Muhammad, my previous co-host and co-owner, he, um, he was like, no, we really need to do video. We need to do video. And I was like, man, I'm not good at doing the video stuff. And he was like, yeah, we'll figure it out. And that was code for you'll figure it out. And you want this to be a business, but you got it. Yep. So I, you know, I'm like, I started looking up how to use things and how to make everything work. And slowly we were getting there and everything continued to look a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And the sound was a little bit better each time, usually. Um, it's muddied waters. Anybody who watches us regularly understands that joke. Um, <laughs> that hurts me in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we just kept trying to figure out incremental ways to make it better as opposed to saying, okay, we have a great product. Let's put it out. We said, we have crap and we're going to put it out and we are going to learn how to do this as we go on. Yeah. And if you listen to our first episode, which a few of the people here I know have, um, You'll hear the difference between that episode and anything that you see, anything that you hear today. Uh, There was no way we were doing graphics and overlays and sound bumpers or anything like that. We had no clue how to do any of that. So everything we were doing was just learning it as we were doing it. And with the goal of making a good product that successfully put out the message of liberty and... (laughs) Yeah, Jake LaBelle was one of the people who listened to it. He said it was extremely painful. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, 
but we wanted to spread the message of liberty in a way that was entertaining, that was engaging, that was educational. Um, the three E's of any sort of learning scenario. Yeah. Uh, most libertarian podcasts that were out five years ago were very dry and they were very boring and they were your uh what's it tucker justin tucker the bow tie guy sounds right yeah well tucker um like the tucker the bow tie guy um uh they were all like him and while i love matt kibbe and i think matt kibbe's great i think that he is very dry um i think that's one of the problems a lot of libertarians have is that we are so Mm -hmm. philosophical based we're so ingrained with like the facts the logic the philosophy that we have the best ideas we know we have the best ideas how do we make it digestible how do we make it to where people go right i want more exactly and so we wanted to make one that was fun that was engaging and um so we just kept trying to work on it and find a rhythm that was going to work for anybody that was involved and when spike and i joined up and uh, he became the co-host we fell into that rhythm really fast together and it's funny that you say this on the heels of us talking about spike falling asleep mid-show really (laughs) engaging (laughs) i was like do you want to cancel he goes no it's my anniversary show i can't cancel i'm like are you certain he's like yeah i'll be fine i was like okay (laughs) um (laughs) You get that close because I think he was using his phone. Too. He was. So like, it was he, like he's just yeah. like right here. He looked like he was boomer zooming. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't like angled up his nose, like right, just uh, drool. But we found that rhythm really quickly, and we had good banter going back and forth, and um, we had good banter going back and forth, and we uh, just kind of we melded really well together and. Based on that, we started seeing a little bit of growth, mainly on the page. Like our numbers weren't great, but we were catching stuff after the fact. And I had a lot more time back then. So I was able to cut us up into smaller pieces and I was putting those out. Um, And that was, I think, helping a lot. People were coming to see those, uh, which is something that if we get enough subscribers and I can hire somebody to do that. That'd be wonderful. Yes. Um, so go to anchor.fm slash muddy water slash subscribe and sign up today so we can get more content out to you people. Um, but we started, we started getting more growth on the page and everything was just kind of building. And it was, we were, we were waiting for the big explosion, which never hit on Facebook because we lost we a got shadow button. band yeah yeah we got shadow band uh we definitely lost it we lost our like button before anybody else lost their like button um and uh so people couldn't like the page i was getting messages from people going i want to like your page but i can't and it wouldn't let you it wouldn't count follows at the time it only counted likes and nobody could count it or nobody could like it so the we were stuck at like 10,000 for a year and a half. Um, 
but then they switched over to whatever system they have now and our follows have just started going and going and going and going um technically legally we're celebrities yep. thanks to a thanks to a court ruling that stated anybody with more than 25,000 followers or 30,000 followers is a celebrity hey you guys so are celebrities are, you are too you're part of muddied waters that i'm a little no name i will forever <laughs> maintain my little no name um oh that's fantastic i i've always said you guys are the hottest thing since or the biggest thing since sliced bread so it's it's good that a court decision rules in my favor right um, <laughs> what was the biggest thing before sliced bread betty white i don't think anybody knew who she was though it, it she, it was I'm going to get in trouble for this. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Okay. She already prophesized like Jesus. All right. <laughs> People knew of Betty White before Betty White was Betty White. Fair. I was going to say it was probably the cotton gin or the printing press, but you know, we'll go slice. We'll go Betty White. Um, <laughs> COVID hasn't taken her out yet. Oh no. I'm going to get in so much trouble. If she, if she dies before her hundredth birthday, like in what uh, less than a month yes people are gonna blame you especially if it's covid <laughs> hey <Yep>. you <laughs> ready for more people to come see muddy waters <laughs> i'm gonna me. clip that section and be like it's jason's fault come oh no watch, come watch his show it's gonna it's gonna go viral instantly him. viral of just everyone i mean this is we thought the country was united after 9-11 of, like, hating and, like, wanting to come together to fix this. No, Betty White dies of COVID before her 100th birthday. The, this guy will have literally 360 million people after me. You typed Mud Skeeter. Yep. <laughs> mud <laughs> Skeeters. I was, I was actively Just listening. Skeet, skeet, skeet that mud. Um... Yeah, so, but, like, after after the State of the Union, we had a massive down period. We had, like, 100 people listening to the podcast every two weeks, and we really didn't see a reason to continue doing this. Like, nobody's listening. We get eight viewers a show. Like, at this point, we may as well just call each other once a week and talk. And, uh... I for the record, if you guys ever decide to quit, like I want that. Right. Oh yeah. No, I mean we'll do we'll do monthly we'll do weekly muddied waters calls. <laughs> um but we're not quitting anytime soon. <laughs> um we're not quitting anytime soon. Uh we've got so much more to do. Uh just so much more. I'm so to excited do. for that. Because <clears throat> um what you guys have been able to accomplish in the last year last two years together and being able to support one another um it's it's truly inspiring right spike was able to run a vice presidential campaign not run he was the vice presidential candidate and and he's got an army of people around him and you've been able to take on being (laughs) um (laughs) sorry um you you've been able to take on 
a huge role within Muddy Waters Media of like really stepping behind him and doing all the show notes Monday nights typically. Except for when I call. Um but also through that you've been able to be an inspiration because of what you're doing with your beautiful fiance of being able to help her. I know that some of the guidance from you and from Muddy Waters experiences, you're helping her. Um You've influenced me in so many ways. Between the two of you, you guys are the yin and the yang in a good and a gooder way. Um, it's don't make fun of my hickness. Um, <laughs> the good and the gooder way. Yeah, right. Because it, there's no badness here. There's no batter. Right. Um, but you guys are able to to mesh in, and as you were saying, right, when you guys started off, you guys got into that rhythm really quickly. You guys kind of knew what needed to be done. You guys were able to to flow with that. And and the Liberty Movement is so much brighter because of both of you guys individually, you guys as a as a, a pair, as a heterosexual life mates, um, and of course as as the owners of Muddy Waters Media right now you know with us only having roughly while we're still continuing to exaggerate some of the facts while we only have about 600 million people watching us every episode um every episode eventually we will hit that 7 billion mark where um it's entirely voluntary but everyone is forced to watch uh Muddy right. Waters Media <laughs> Yeah, once we get that 7 billion people watching, uh, I, I feel like at that point, I will say, okay, now we have done enough. Maybe. We'll By then, we'll have 8 a... billion people in the, in the world, and so there's still, there's still a huge chunk of the pie left. Huge. There is, but I assume those people are young, and I, we, Spike may say kids love it, but many of our shows are not chi- child-friendly. <laughs> they love it because it's like they know it's not for them and so they're gonna watch it they're gonna go i don't get the reference i'm laughing because they're laughing (laughs) and then suddenly they grow up to be like taxation theft it's like we don't even say that but so it was funny like when spike first joined i was like the serious guy i was the serious guy and he was the comic relief yeah and like I would say thing, I would say things on the show, and then Spike would come back with some comeback, and I would be the one that was like, "Oh my god, uh, like you, you're gonna get us banned from everywhere. <laughs> you're gonna now, get us copyright strikes on every show, on every show, on every show. Back then, we didn't care; we weren't monetized anywhere, so it didn't matter. <laughs> um, but then after. After he got the VP nominee, uh, the VP nomination, he uh, he started out still being the comic relief, and then he started backing off of it more and more and more, and and I had to take on that role, which was not a role that I have ever really been in outside of in my family, and so I started having to take on that role. And I had to drop the filter that I live with online forever. And so now people get like a much more unfiltered version of me where a lot of the stuff that I say here on the show uh, is stuff that I would say in my normal day-to-day life uh, around friends who won't report me. Uh, (laughs) That's the the key. (laughs) That's the key. 
like, I don't remember how, but I made some reference to Jeffrey Epstein making a Jackson Pollock inside somebody the other day, and Spike, Spike was like, oh my god, I can't believe that you're gonna, you're gonna get us kicked off, and I was like, no, 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 they don't care, they don't care about that joke, if I went out and I said that the experimental drug that everybody took in their arm doesn't work, uh, that, that would get us kicked off, but if you don't use the right word, yeah, yeah, don't catch it. You just got to learn what the what the right words are and don't use those. Yeah. Right. Um but like it it that has been a weird shift for me going from okay, I'm the serious one, I'm going to be the one that's, you know, we're here to report the news and the other person's going to be funny. Um and then it switched and now he's he's super to... concerned with like that image of I was a vice presidential candidate of the united states of america came in for, third for place. the third largest political party yeah. in america came in yeah. clearly third place like fourth to none uh first of all and you, you're gonna say a questionable joke around me what right what <laughs> no, no, no please don't make i didn't please, say that please don't make epstein making epstein painting a map of the hawaiian islands inside of minor jokes um <laughs> yep yeah uh but i yeah. think that that's refreshing i think that that uh, when 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 people are allowed to kind of be themselves kind of like what right. you're saying right you're now we the muddy waters media audience is now your inner circle of friends we are trusted and respected that we're not going to report you <laughs> so don't you guys get out of the circle of trust i will draw that picture <laughs> here's the circle this is the trust don't be out here yeah don't be out there you want to be you want to be here <laughs> don't be out here but but that authenticity i think is is one thing that i'm i'm so excited to hear about because i i said this on on another podcast that i was on but it's your humor whoever whoever you is at this moment your humor is not always for everybody um but when it is for that person you know you get a laugh and and oftentimes we look at media we look at social media and we see like the cancel culture where people are like not only did i not find your joke funny but i think that you need to have serious ramifications for it and it's just like bruh could you could you right. just like scroll like just take your thumb and go Ugh. could you just take your mouse wheel and go Ugh. like just scroll on it's not hard like and that's one of the things that i haven't understood about this entire outrage culture like i don't want to call it cancel culture because if there was enough demand for people to be on tv they would be on tv dave Chappelle is a great example of yeah that. yeah um they they tried to be like cancel culture on dave Chappelle. he's got two more stand-up deals with net or a uh, deal for two more stand-up shows with netflix um he's killing it and that's he's killing it and it's because people will continue to sign up for netflix and they'll continue to watch uh some of them are paying to watch to be outraged while others are paying to sit back laugh and enjoy it 
Dave Chappelle is um, a hilarious man. Like sidestepping the sidestepping of the sidestepping of this conversation. Um, I don't know how many times we've sidestepped to get here, but mm. Dave Chappelle, like this man, was hilarious when he did the Chappelle show. I was actually so for those of you guys unknowing of where I work, I work on an assembly line building cars. Um, I was standing underneath a car putting an exhaust in earlier, singing one of Dave Chappelle's songs from the Chappelle show. Um, was it, I'm going to piss on you. It was, I'm going to piss on you. Me and another guy were belting it out horribly off key, having a good time because somebody said that they liked R Kelly as a musician. And so we both <laughs> sang, uh, an original, unoriginal, uh, R. Kelly song written, of course, by Dave Chappelle. If you guys have not seen that, go ahead, look on, look it up. Yeah, you need you need to find that. That's <laughs> that came out right after the R. Kelly came, like the video of R. Kelly, yes, peeing on a fourteen-year-old or whatever she was. Topical and out. hilarious, but so funny. But the point that I wanted to make was that's what Dave Chappelle has always been. He doesn't care mm-hmm. what is at that moment that is untouchable. He says that's untouchable. Touch. And and he makes it hilarious. And so that's why for me, like, when he does this in those Netflix specials, why they're going to continue coming is because he goes, you can't touch this? Touch. Oh, I can't touch trans issues? My trans friends say I can touch it and I'm going to touch it. Like, I'm going to touch it. And, and he does. And he does it amazingly. And so it's a beautiful thing. So I I love that you're stepping into that role. This is how we got full circle i love that you're stepping into that and you're saying i'm not gonna be afraid i'm gonna step into this i'm gonna do this i i'm matt Wright. i'm not matt Wright filtered i am matt Wright. this is muddy waters i've i've kind of been stepping into that a little bit more lately i I, i'm definitely testing the waters uh this betty white thing is really a big plunge here potentially we'll see how the future (laughs) holds up um but i think that that authenticity is 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 incredibly important in, and in all fairness, if Betty White happens to die between now and her 100th birthday, it's not because of COVID. It's because she's 99 years old. It's not because of COVID. But her UPS man had COVID and, and, and. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's like I don't I don't understand the idea of the outrage culture. Like there are a lot of comedians I don't like. I Amy Schumer, I'll just as an easy one. Don't are like you Amy saying Schumer. jokes about my vagina are not funny. No, jokes about your vagina are hilarious. Well, I mean that's that's to the extent <laughs> of her jokes is just my right. vagina. It's just like all right, Amy. New content. Please. Yeah, like it's been worn out. It's been worn out for years. It's we- been so worn out. You built you built your entire career on this one line of jokes. And you have nothing new. You're in I, I watched two episodes of her show when she had one, I think. I think she used to have one. I don't know if she still yeah, does. Somebody on Comedy Central. Somebody had money that they wanted to burn. Well, you know, she's related to Chuck. She's like niece or second niece or something i don't even want to Um, look that up yeah um like i watched a couple episodes and i was like this is stupid and awful and 
like I don't get offended by anything, but I'm like, I'm certain many people get offended by this stuff. So I stopped watching it like a normal individual. Yeah. I didn't call Comedy Central and be like, you need to cancel Amy Shoot, because why? I'm not here to take her job. She's going to do a good enough job of destroying that career on her own. And turns out it worked. It did. <laughs> uh, uh, like, I'm trying to think of somebody else that I don't like. No, nah, it's um, just Amy. Fuck, back in Amy. Amy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Like this one's a little. I am not a Kevin Hart fan. And mainly, like, I think I think his jokes can be very funny, but he screams a lot. I don't like it when comedians scream at me. <laughs> I don't need to be screamed at. <laughs> oh, my God, you're Kevin Hart. You're Kevin Hart. Um, <laughs> like, you don't need it's to a, yell it's that It's a fair at me. criticism. It, it's definitely it fair. Um, um, but, I, like, I find him, I, I find him funny, <laughs> and I like him. Like I have seen him in things, I'm like, man, that guy, he's really good in this. Yeah. Like, he would only tone it down in his stand-up. But so like when I see his stand-up, I just scroll past it. I'm just like, eh, I like, like, I like, I I think I would enjoy hanging out with Kevin Hart. But I don't I, don't I would like love his to, w- to hang out with him if The Rock was there. If it was just Kevin alone, I don't know. I I he needs that balance and having a giant dude that they've they vibe so well together that would definitely that would set it up for me but i want to i mainly want to hang out with kevin hart because i want to feel tall that would definitely while we're talking about height let's talk about muddy waters media team in the heights department sure how we're all exactly the same height except for me yeah you're one inch tall. yes i so the tallest of Muddy Waters media. You are. I yeah. have the crown. You, you, you are the only person I have ever met that says they're five ten and meant it. <laughs> Anytime somebody says they're five ten, I go, that person's five nine. Yeah, they no. just don't want to See, say it. That's my they're integrity. Five ten. That's the integrity. Mo- it's, it's just and most people who are five. Most people who are five ten say I'm six feet, and I'm going. No, you're not. <laughs> absolutely not six feet see i i got i got kind of screwed over with that because my father is six foot so i can't say six foot because then he goes the fuck do you say to me midget (laughs) five nine (laughs) yeah i um hey buddy (laughs) you might not want to come on camera because we're live. <laughs> and, <laughs> and special guest. <laughs> Not quite. Um, go ahead. Hang on. Hey, so I'm doing a show with Uncle Jason right now. So can see you? He can see me. He can't see you. I could but move the camera to make it. <laughs> we are live right now. So can I talk to you when we're done? Okay. All right, so I'm gonna keep. <laughs> so we we got here for, of course, because cancel culture is bad, which is something right. that we should never never 
and not even cancel culture whatever whatever this mob mentality of trying to cancel things you guys should never be doing this to muddy waters media of course because matt wright is finally being matt wright jason is finally being jason and we're all moving things um in in the right direction and so if you guys don't like something you guys can feel free to blow up our inbox but you have to you have to give us a good grilled cheese recipe otherwise we're not going to listen to it Um, that's true and even if you do we're liable but probably not going to listen to your negative feedback unless you guys put it in a good way i recommend i statements um and then potentially you may be able to to get comment of the week comment of the month or whatever which may be new exclusive content i've just decided sure I'm good with it. We'll cover it on Muddied America whenever we do our next episode. Um, which, for anybody out there who uh, isn't a subscriber and you didn't happen to catch the live broadcast of Muddied America, it'll be very dated now because it's all Kyle Rittenhouse. But... That was a phenomenal... <laughs> Not to, like, boast your chest on this because it was mostly your notes, but... Um... <laughs> That was a phenomenal episode. Like breakdown that, from beginning to end on that. That was one of the best. That was one of the deepest dives I've done on a singular subject. Like we done like we do like half hour dives into things, but we did what the full hour. Yeah. Uh, on no, it was a, it house. was almost two. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it was scheduled for an hour, but we went two. It's um, kind of like tonight's show. We're already over an hour. Time just flies. It really does. Um, if you guys haven't caught that, you have to be a subscriber now to hear it. But it is one of uh, that is one of the best shows we have ever produced. We had good content, we had great information, and we had a lot of amazing jokes. Yes, and I don't remember the Gage Grosskreutz joke, but that one still tickles me. I know. It was something. Oh. It, it was. It was about the candles. Yeah. So buying these candles through. will not be like decision. Will be not like yeah. Not like it, the decision it, with Gage Grosskreutz. It won't cost you, you an arm. It won't cost you an arm. Yeah. Buying these candles won't cost you an arm. Yeah. So like Gage Grosskreutz. Make sure you guys tune into that. But um, because we are getting over an hour and, and somebody needs uh, a, a little daddy talk, a little daddy loving, um, I, I want to know from you, last big thing, because I didn't get to put you on the seat, the hot seat that much tonight, um, which sucks. What was your biggest what was your biggest, oh shit, I fucked up when it comes to Money Waters Media? What was the What was the hardest thing for you to tackle? Um, beyond like a lack of confidence or a lack of of ambition to keep going what what was that one thing that really challenged you um so you know how there's the unwritten internet rule of don't read the comments Oof. i'm actively I, reading like, the comments of the show sorry chat like i i I always like obviously i always read the chat and stuff when i'm doing a show but i like try to stay away from comments after that uh and the reasoning behind it is because uh when the george floyd incident happened 
when uh, Chauvin murdered Floyd in the streets in Minneapolis. Um, I, uh, I wrote an article about it and I got blasted for that article uh, by a couple of people online. And it really made me question if I had like the right mental mind, like the right mindset, the yeah. right knowledge to be able to do what I had been working on for at that point, three and a half years. And I was like, man, maybe I'm not the right person for this. And I started wondering if, like, if I was the wrong person in this position. Um, and then, like, I was, I was trying to deal with all of that. And it just like, it wasn't, it wasn't clicking for me the way that it should have been for a few days. Yeah. And that was like right when Spike was doing his thing. So I was doing all of the streaming and all of the notes and all of the website and all of, like I was doing everything behind the scenes. Um, I was doing everything behind the scenes and I was like, why am I doing this? We make like eight bucks a month. <laughs> Is this really worth all of the time and effort I'm putting into this? Um, and I might not even be the right person. And yeah. then I get, we start, then I started going down the rabbit hole of, Maybe if it is, you know, maybe if the right person was doing this, we'd be making 16 bucks as opposed to eight. Yeah. Um, that's a hundred percent improvement. Like that's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I was, I went through like that really dark phase. Um, and it was weird because like muddied waters was on an upswing, but I was on this downswing. Uh, and like there were times in that time period where I was like, I'm probably not the right person to be doing this. Uh, and then as we started coming out of it and the, the, the debates were happening yeah. and I was, I was streaming the debates and hosting and uh, doing all of that. Like Spike was there, but I was the one doing yeah. everything outside of the talking. Um, but it was during that where that was where we really gelled on okay now matt is going to be the comic relief and spike is the funny one and like i made some offhand comment that was just whatever my whatever popped into my head i just said it yeah and you saw the look on spike's face and then the comments started coming in going i'm so glad matt's here on the show because he can say the stuff that spike can't and i went Oh, that this is the job I have been dreaming of my entire yeah. life where I don't have to have a filter anymore. Yeah. And so now I get to go out and say whatever I want. Um, and in doing so, in doing so, it, I'm not going to say that I wasn't a good libertarian or I didn't have a grasp on the philosophy of it, but it has allowed me to put forth the arguments for the philosophy in my own way without having to deal with, is this okay to say, do I need to worry about this? Like I can say everything in my own voice and because I can do it in my voice, it was like, it, it was like this light bulb went off in my head and I said, yes, I am supposed to be, this is what I am supposed yeah. to be doing. Man that resonated like so much with me until you got to the end of like the freedom thing um <laughs> i i i i'm sure i'm not even sure the imposter syndrome thing is something that a lot of people face um i know i've 
struggled with it here and there, right? I don't have the resume that you have. I don't have the resume that Spike has. I don't have the resume that Eskimo has. I, I, I what sort of resume do you think I have? Uh, you have <laughs> been the first person to give Austin Peterson credit. Um, you have you've written articles that have been read, reviewed, and challenged by online uh, peoples. You have a social media company that has over 50,000 subscribers across all platforms. You have been vice chair of a state. No, just up at the county. Uh, Just up the county. Okay. So I've got, I've got chair. All right. I beat you there. Um, but they wanted me to be chair. I said no. Huh? Oh, but it, but it adds to that. Um, but it still adds to right. Being the, the vice chair of a, of a county party of being somebody being looked at to be pushed to state level of somebody who, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You have the resume, you have Eskimo libertarian, um, saying, what the heck do you think? Uh, what kind of resume do you think I have? Somebody who is being compelled, being basically carried by by pitchforks and torches to go run for office. Uh, somebody who is, um, inc- when we talk about picking up the shovel and, and carrying it and carrying these loads of helping out children, of helping out the needy, helping out those who, who just need help in that time. Um, Eskimo is there. Eskimo is... I don't even know if I could talk about some of the work that she's doing in the background, but here on Muddy Waters Media, she is grabbing people across the nation and going, you would be great on on Muddy Waters Media. Here's why you need to be on there. And they go, could I? Like, Eskimo is that networking person. Um, Eskimo, like, and to sing Eskimo's praises really quick. Yeah. um, Eskimo is probably the hardest working person at muddied waters right now yeah without 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 question like spike is very hard working but a lot of that is for you are the power a lot of that's for spike yeah which we get which is for everybody but get, but yes right yes. which is for everybody but it, he's he's doing it for you are the power he's doing it for spike and i get it and that's fine but yeah, the stuff that Eskimo is doing for Muddied Waters behind the scene is invaluable. Yes. Like, like I'll give her a 300% raise today because um, that doesn't cost me any extra money. Um, but <laughs> I, but she is, she is like, she may not be the full backbone of Muddied Waters, but she is definitely a few of the really important spinal column discs. Yeah that hold it up she's definitely her so because i just recently had back surgery so i know this she's like the l5 s1 uh disc which goes to your uh sciatica which goes to your legs of course which that is your entire support system right now she is supporting muddy waters media in such a way look at look (laughs) anatomy all right yeah she she is without her I would have a lot more work to do and I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. So she takes so much stress off of me and it is 
she is a literal godsend for muddied waters yes and i couldn't be happier to have her as part of this team and so so back to back to the point right when we when we challenge ourselves um and i want to i want to make this a, a positive impact for everyone else before we wrap things up here we all face that imposter syndrome. We all have those times where we're checking ourselves. Are, am I the right person? Am I in the right role? Am I making an impact? Am I making a difference? Am I going to change the trajectory in any way, shape, or form? And oftentimes we beat up on ourselves and we say no. That goes for everybody out there. I'm sure if you ask Spike, hey, Spike, are you, have you ever felt this? Spike will say yes. But Matt Wright's admitted to this tonight. I've admitted to this tonight. Eskimos in the comment section has admitted to it. Um, there's, yeah. a, there's so we all go through this, and so it's not a matter of accepting that and just giving up. Keep finding, keep fighting, keep searching, and you will find that role. You'll finally figure out that you need to be Matt Wright unfiltered, so that people can be thanking you. You'll eventually figure out that hey just to have guests on your show like Matt Wright. Um, so that way people are coming to watch Matt Wright and you just get to be on the side cracking jokes once in a while. You could get beyond your own imposter syndrome. And as long as we're working, as long as you're working in your passion, you'll be able to find that exact role that you need. And I mean, so my entire life from the time that I was born up until, you know, today, um, I grew up and it was like, you need to have an education if you want to make anything. You need to go to college. Uh, and I did years after I was supposed to. But like I, I initially dropped out because I don't know if you all know this. Drugs are fun. Yeah. Tune into uh, one of my first episodes <laughs> of Mr. Bearded Truth where I had Matt Wright yeah, to talk about dr- the war of drugs. Drugs are fun. Um, but so I ended up dropping out of high or out of college, not high school. I ended up dropping out of college. And then like, I did a bunch of CD jobs for a long time. Um, and that was where I learned a lot of the basis and everything I was doing. Like, why is it illegal to gamble? Why should, why does that make a difference? Like these people are voluntarily coming here. We aren't advertising it because it's illegal. They're finding it and we're growing. So obviously this is a product that people want. Yeah. Um, and that was where a lot of this started coming. And then, you know, you get arrested for, you know, possession once or twice. And then you're like, why do you care what I put into my body? Like, that makes no sense. If I got something very similar to this prescribed to me, you wouldn't arrest me. So why are you arresting me here now? Yeah. Um, it's totally fine for me to go out and drink every day. You won't do anything unless I drive home over the whatever limit you decide is over the limit. Yeah. Um, and totally, totally fine. But no, if you have, you know, this plant on you, you're in trouble. Um, and like, it was all of the stuff that was going on that sort of formed like the way that I saw things and the way that I felt about things. And I ended up going to college uh, halfway because I didn't know what I wanted to do and the other half to make my parents happy because I had spent a lifetime disappointing them. So I figured if I went to college and graduated, make up for a lot of it. Um, So like, but throughout it all, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I was a communications major because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
no in that it's like a it's a general it's a general ed major is all that is i can speak goodly you got a degree good job i uh, did i did i got a degree i've got a degree um, to make fun of jason's grammar good yes <laughs> i do i like i think eskimo and i are the only two with a degree on muddy waters and i'm not even 100 percent sure she has one we've never discussed it i know she went to college i could get i could get a degree i could have yeah. a bachelor's right now you could um i well i have i have the credits for it i just have to go to thomas edison and i would get like a mechanical engineering degree or something some something much smaller than that i would get like a bachelor's um right so i not degreed <laughs> I mean, what I found out is uh, when I got my degree is I still didn't know what I wanted to do. It didn't make it any easier for me to have a job. And now I was massively in debt. Yeah. That's why for for me, like in my life thing was I didn't want to just go to a school and just say, I want them to figure it out for me. Or I didn't want to go to a school and right. be forced into something. And, and you know. And so now I'm sitting here and I just turned the old age of 31. I apologize if anyone's older than me or is of my age and thinks that this is young. I tell you, I've had back surgery. It's incredibly old. Um, so, and I'm sitting here, I'm going, well, law would be fun. Well, poli sci would be fun. Well, this would be fun. And, and certainly there'd be some value in doing those. But now there's actually like a reason for me to go, is this debt worth it? No. No. So, no. but yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so what we're building here, what we, you, me, Spike, Eskimo, what, what we're all building here, Brian Lambrecht, what we're building here at Muddied Waters Media, this is not something... I don't think this could be built by numerous people with numerous degrees. No. This is built because we have such a wide array of people who are working together for a common goal. It's not, okay, you have the, she, Eskimo has a chemical engineering degree, which makes sense. For building a media, yeah, it does. Building a media network, I don't know how much that helps. Um, engineering i feel like engineering across engineering is engineering um so she i mean no but it's chemical engineering yeah yeah i don't know um and you know spike doesn't have a degree you don't have a degree i've got one in communication which basically just taught me how to write good um that was for you uh it's goodly but i'll I'll, i i accept Um, (laughs) like it taught it taught me how to write papers well i can write a press release but i hate doing it it's it's not worth it um but everything that is required to make this run is the fact that we have people from all different walks of life and that we have people with different experiences and have people that educated themselves in their own way and it's based on the life experiences that we've all had that makes this what it is and because of that and because of that we have built this family yeah that is one of the tightest knit families i've ever been a part of like family families yeah. you know the work family things 
Um, this is one of the tightest knit families I've ever been a part of. And you and Spike live in the same state. The rest of us don't. Like we, we are spread out literally from Florida to Alaska. But we are still congealed into this wonderful ball of awesomeness when it comes to muddied waters. And it's a team that given all of the money in the world, given enough money to make this thing the success that we all know it could be, it wouldn't take us any time at all. No. Um, the issue now is we have to convince people to give us that money. Uh, so that's basically, that's the next five years <laughs> is building that audience. What a great full roundabout way to go from the first, second, second question all the way back through. This is, this is, I love it, Matt. Um, so we've been through we've been through the start of money to what five years will look like an app um somebody being paid enough to to come through and help create new advertisements so if you guys are looking to help out with that of course you guys can go to anchor.fm slash muddy waters slash subscribe to become a mud skeeter or a mudsketeer your choice without the apostrophe re um <laughs> skeeter one of the muppets Skeeter is also wasn't that from Doug? Oh yeah, he may have been. Doug. Wasn't there Scooter and Skeeter? I don't in know about babies. I feel like Scooter was like a dog in some other show. Scooter was definitely well, yeah, and I think Scooter was the dog in uh, Fraggle Rock. Oh, that's not gonna work. Yeah, no. I have so I have so many different keyboards in front of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Scooter, he's a Muppet. Yeah, he's the guy, the redhead with the glasses. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> he's that little ginger fuck. Yeah, so, um, so become a Mud Skeeter or a Mud Skeeter, your choice, as I said. Kermit. But you guys are more Kermit, than welcome. Kermit, we're live. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and head on over to anchor.fm slash Muddy Waters Media or Muddy Waters slash subscribe to uh be a part of that to help out um as we are going to continue to bring in more and more people with the content that we're already producing already creating and continue to create more for you guys um you guys will be able to get that exclusive content like what matt was saying with our kyle rittenhouse from the muddy murica um show and that was a fantabulous one that was so good oh man i could move but um so make sure you guys are getting over there, help and support that. Muddy Waters has taken off. And this week, this week is the week of, if you guys are, are celebrating this, Christmas. It's Christmas yes. this week. And it's also my last week of the year. So I'm going to be taking off this week for the rest of the week. Uh, hopefully you guys will understand because I had nothing scheduled anyways. But I'll also be taken off next week because I'll be out of town. So the next time you guys will see me, no go ahead. In the notes for tomorrow, I'm like, on Wednesday, Spike has Eliza Blue. On Thursday, Matt has Amy Lepore. On Monday, Jason, Slacker is taking the week off. <laughs> I like it. That's definitely me. <laughs> um yeah so i'll be out of i'll be out of town next week so you guys will have to forgive me for not being there but on the 10th january 10th i will be back and we will be having dan berman 
to come on and talk about a little bit about the marriage of Juana. We've, we've made some almost references to that. But we're going to be talking about the war on drugs and specifically about marijuana. We're going to be talking about what we could be doing now to, to change things up. So I'm so incredibly excited for that. But you guys also should be tuning in for the rest of the week because as Matt Wright just shared, amazing guests coming on throughout the week, including tomorrow night, Matt Wright and Spike Cohen together. Traversing the muddy waters of freedom. That's right. Together. For the for the, so this is unprecedented for us. Uh, usually, tomorrow night's episode would be the last episode of the year for the muddy waters of freedom, um, but, and tomorrow uh, the Christmas episode is the one that I usually do the top ten things that you forgot happened this year, uh, but that's not going to happen tomorrow. We're not doing that tomorrow. Uh, so because. We're gonna. We're still doing the Christmas episode. We have a special Christmas video from Sant Liberty Claus himself, Ooh. Uh, and he is going to go over the year in liberty-minded uh, circles and talk about all the great things that have been going on and things that we need to do going into the new year. Um, but then the week after, Spike and I will be live in person, right here in this room. And we are going to be doing a very special end of year celebration uh, with the two of us here talking about all of the stuff uh, that happened this year that we forgot about and stuff that we need to look forward to uh, for next year. So it's going to be a fantastic next couple of weeks. I'm so excited for that. So I'm taking two weeks off, and in the meantime, Matt and Spike putting out amazing stuff, as always. And you got Liberty Claws. And if you guys have not got to make um, make your presence known with the one and only Tom Arnold, you need to do so quickly before the 25th, because if you are too late, he's guaranteed to give you worse than Cole. Um, That's true. So, so get in on that. But... I just requested to be able to see the show notes that you sent me before the show that I was no show notes. Oh no. Okay. Anyway, no, you'll like it. It's cool. Yeah. So it, it's a great, it's a, it, it, you'll see it. Um, you'll I'll, see it and you have access, yeah. you have access to it. I'll check it out. Uh, but with that, anything last that you want to want to share? No, I mean, remember tomorrow night, Muddy Waters of Freedom at 8-ish Eastern uh, with me and Spike Cohen parsing through the week's events like the, when's the first day of winter? That's tomorrow. What is winter? Winter has already come. Winter has not come. Um, when does winter start? I think it's tomorrow. Tuesday, December 21st. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. is is that day the first day of winter like the sweet winter wonder boys that we are and then on wednesday tune in for spike cohen who's going to have eliza blue live on wednesday eight ish uh her story is amazing for anybody who does not know her story she was a human trafficking victim and she has come out of it and she has been helping others uh who have gone through similar circumstances uh, it's an incredible story. She was supposed to be on two weeks ago, three weeks ago, but Spike had some issues. Uh, so they had to reschedule for this week. Uh, so I've been waiting for this show since I heard about it. Yeah. And then I have Amy Lepore 
coming on on Thursday, who is the vice chair of the Delaware LP. Uh, and what is going on in Delaware, if you aren't aware, is you're going to have to tune in to find out. But um, uh, there's there's some shenanigans going on. And Amy Laporte, the elected vice chair of the Delaware LP, is coming on to explain what is happening and why it is so wrong. Mm. That's so exciting. I'm so excited for all this. But so from my family, the Lion family, to all of you all, Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. We'll see you guys again here soon. Oh, real quick. Um, before you finish up. Yep. Uh, you need to keep the dates surrounding October 21st open. I don't know why that date. Because that's the date of our wedding and I want you there. That's my birthday. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> well, I will never forget your birthday. I will never forget <laughs> your anniversary. So, yes, I will keep that date open for you. Not a problem. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm going in my birthday suit. <laughs> oh, geez. That's fantastic. All right. Yes. I will definitely keep that available. Okay. <laughs> but with that, everyone, love you all. Appreciate you all so much. Hopefully, you guys have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, etc., etc. Um, I think I said that properly. I think most people say it wrong, etc. Yeah, they do. Yeah, etc. Yeah, there we go. Boom! Look at that. Give me a communication screen. Anyways, love you all. <laughs> Appreciate you all so much. From my family to yours, Merry Christmas, Happy New Years. And please be well. Tune in for the rest of the week for the amazing content from Money Wars Media and, of course, next week. And I will see you guys the next time back here January 10th, 2022. Woo! See you guys next year. Love you all. Take care. Adios.